Welcome to Stu's EV Universe, where you can find anything and everything electric vehicle. Today our, on the podcast, our guest is Andy Sly, who is a Tesla YouTuber, and I wanted to thank you for coming on the, the episode. Thank you, Andy. Thanks, Stuart. I appreciate the, the offer to come on and talk to you about EVs. Yeah, I'm really excited about this because I guess unlike the last couple uh, guests I've had on the podcast, uh, you are local. You're uh, <laughs> kind of in my backyard. We had a couple uh, EV pioneers that were great on, on the show from California, and uh, we tend to get a handful of people from California. But you're here in Louisville, which is absolutely wonderful. So. Yeah, we can't we can't let all of the West Coasters have all the fun, you know. Like we, it's no, it's it's good to uh, it's good to be here and and like sort of the coal country and yeah. see all the support of people uh, in the EV community. It's it's been really fun, and I I'm I'm glad I uh, can be a part of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're like a treasure here, so uh, it, it's really wonderful. So. No. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you've been doing this for a number of years. How many years total uh, with the YouTube stuff? Um, I, like my first ever YouTube video was like 10 years ago. Um, and it was just like doing stupid videos for my friends in, in, in college. But uh, I really didn't start like doing it seriously with like the tech stuff uh, until about, you know, seven or eight years ago. Okay. Uh, so that's that's about how long I've been in the YouTube game. And how has that changed through the years? Uh, 240,000 followers and over 50 million views. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. It's been uh, it's been quite a long journey, and uh, it's, it's been fun. You know, YouTube has definitely changed. Like you said, over the years, it's definitely a different beast than it was before. Uh, I'm, I feel like I'm a lot, a lot more fine tuned. You know, I've grown with it, so I've learned a lot. I'm still, you know, you know, this year, this past year or two has been my my most successful. So, um, and I attribute that a lot to uh, Tesla. Right. Right. And uh, there's the video. And I remember the day because all of us that are interested and excited about electric cars remember folks waiting in line for getting the uh, the Tesla reservation. And uh, that was a neat video with you and your wife. Hard to kind of think back and, and think, oh, yeah, people, a lot more people really understand and know about this stuff now. And YouTube has been, and, and you specifically, been really, you know, instrumental in bringing out a lot of knowledge uh, for folks that, um, you know, Tesla has some strikes against it uh, in that they they don't, you know, have these kind of traditional dealerships. They're not always next door. Um, so people do rely on these electric vehicle groups for, you know, asking questions. They rely on on YouTube. Exactly. You know, I, and I, I'm, I went about it the way I do other things. Like basically I solved my own problems. So like when I was getting my model three, when I was planning to get my model three, when I was saving, you know, I was just looking at YouTube videos. I was watching Marquez Brownlee and I was just watching anything I could about Tesla. And I was like, well, you know, when I got my car, well, before I even got my car, I had to travel to Chicago to just even test drive one, which was, which was crazy. And, uh, but you know, when, once I got my car here in Louisville, I was like, you know, this is, I need to make videos about this. And I knew I was going to review the the model three when I got, when I was uh, planning on getting it, uh, when I put my reservation down in 2016. But, um, when I was looking at like getting a test, I was like, there's no really nothing on there was nothing on YouTube at the time as like that shows like a full review of the Model Three like there were some videos here and there but like um, so I wanted I wanted that to be my first like main project when I got my Tesla I was like I need I need to make a full 
lengthy, you know, in-depth review of the Model 3. And that's what I did. And that's kind of what sparked the trajectory of my channel now that, uh, you know, it, it kind of went towards EVs and Tesla when when previously I was doing more tech-related stuff like ga gadgets and smaller type items. But yeah, like it's, it's and these, these EV groups um, are are great too, because especially, you know, we're out here in the Southern South and slash Midwest that, you know, we don't have any service centers or Tesla stores really near us uh, in close proximity. So uh, it's just... I wanted to kind of bring that knowledge and info to the masses via my YouTube channel, no matter where you live. And and why why Tesla? I mean, were there certain reasons why uh, Tesla? Why electric car? I chose Tesla mainly because of the tech, because uh, I was always a big in the tech. And uh, when I saw uh, Marquez Brownlee's videos on YouTube, and when I saw I was reading comics from uh, the Oatmills about about Tesla and how cool it was and how futuristic it was and how tech focused it was and tech centric. And I mean, I knew that that's the car I wanted. And uh, as I started researching more and more about electric vehicles, I knew that I had to have you know, 300 plus miles of range because I drive a lot and I wanted to have it for uh, road trips and I wanted to, it to be my main car and replace my gas car. So, um, and I, I knew I wanted to have the supercharger network. So that, that was like the, the three big things was like range tech and uh, the supercharger network. And what was the car that you had before? Oh, I still have it. It's my, <laughs> it's the Pontiac G6 2007. Okay. Yeah. And uh, is it true that you, you bought your house uh because of the garage that you that is, needed a garage for the Tesla. That's true. Yes. <laughs> yep. I uh, I was renting an apartment and I was like, you know, the the, the Tesla's coming soon. And I was like, I gotta I gotta have a place to charge it. And yeah. you know, so I was like, literally, you know, my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, we were just like looking at houses, like good starter homes that didn't call, like you know, it was reasonably priced that had like a single car garage. I, I needed the, just the minimum. And yeah, we we found uh, we found our little starter home like. A little bit after we, I reserved the Model Three, and uh, yeah, it's been great. Yeah, and I think you, if, if memory serves, I think you got probably one of the first Tesla Model Threes in the area. You know, they they weren't here very long when you got yours. Is that correct? Yes, uh, I believe I got one of the first ones here, and um, I, for the longest time, I believe that I had the the first red Model Three in my in, in our state of Kentucky. Uh -huh. <laughs> Um, but I think actually one of the one of the members of uh, Evolve Kentucky was like I think she um, kind of crashed my dreams. I think she was the one that had the first Red Model Three. Oh, I think uh, you're talking about Sarah Lynn Cunningham. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I remember when, when at the at the meeting, like we, she kind of. I think she came out with that info and kind of like crushed my heart a little bit. But uh, no, I I, uh, I guess I had one of the first. I got it in uh, early. Well, I got it in what um, April of twenty eighteen. So okay, yeah. Well, Sarah Lynn has a great story because uh, she actually uh, donated a kidney to her dad, and I, so the red uh, Model Three for her was a gift um, for that. So oh. yeah, oh, it's, wow. It's hard. A... It's hard to beat that. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. She totally deserves it. I, I, that's <laughs> that's hard to be. Yeah, totally deserving of the first of was, Red Model Three. Yeah, it's yeah. Great. That's a, it's a great story. That uh, is. Yeah, yeah. There's actually a really sweet video of you proposing to your wife. Yeah, yeah. That was the we we took a trip to Scotland and um, it was funny. Like I had, <laughs> I had this, uh, I had the ring. So she's a big Lord of the Rings fan and. Oh, cool. um, 
Yeah. Yeah. She lo- loves Lord of the Rings and she hates jewelry. So, you know, as I was trying to plan how I was going to propose to her, I was like, well, she hates jewelry. What am I going to do? And I was trying to think of all these things. And I was like, well, she loves Lord of the Rings. So I looked up and they actually, you can actually order uh, an engagement ring or any type of ring directly from the maker of the original ring for the, for the movies. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah. So I, I ordered one for her. It's got the, you know, Elvish scripture uh, etched into the ring. And uh, I hid it in like a pair of socks. Uh, we went to Scotland and uh, it was in my bag the whole time. We were there for about 10 days and about a week into the trip. I still hadn't done it. I was just trying to think of the perfect time. And I, I had planned out before. I was like, OK, we're visiting this, the Isle of Skye. And I was like, I want to do it here. There's a lighthouse uh, at the very west part western part of the isle of sky on the atlantic ocean and we we uh drove out there and kind of hiked to this lighthouse and it was super windy and i and i had the ring in my pocket and yeah we were on like the cl- of a cliff and i just set up i set the camera down and like hit record and just walked over to her and i i didn't even say the words like will you marry me i i was so nervous uh oh, yeah I, just, right. I, pulled, I pulled out the ring and just like i was like uh, here you go i but uh <laughs> and, but it was it was such an amazing moment um and yeah, we like when we go, we are with my wife and I, we like to take these big trips and like during the trips, we usually like to make that like travel videos out of them. And, uh, you know, it's been, you know, YouTube kind of got me started with like cameras and stuff. So that's kind of how I got into, uh, you know, just filming anything. And like, I, I love uh, doing like travel videos and, and, and yeah, she's been, she's been incredible at uh, just kind of not only inspiring me and, and, but like she's learned a lot and she's kind of joined me on the journey too. Uh, when we first met, I had just filmed my first ever wedding and, um, and then like the year later we started dating and then a year later, uh, she started helping me film weddings. So we've been kind of filming our, have, we have our own little wedding filmmaking side business that we do together, husband and wife. And, uh, we've been doing that for like six years now. And, um, it's been fun. It's like, so I, I have my full-time job and I do my YouTube stuff and I also do, uh, filming weddings with her and it's been great yeah so i mean you're you're busy you have yeah you have your day job uh, you have i assume weekends for the wedding stuff and then the youtube stuff i assume you have it sounds like you have a, just a ton of drive uh, i wouldn't say that's that's necessarily typical I never really, I never really was like that before, you know, growing up, I've never been the type of the, like the go getter, like always doing stuff and always needing to um, be driven by something. You know, I never really was like uh, wanting to be the best in, in sports or something like growing up. Uh, but, you know, I always had so, like this, this, this desire to, uh, to work on stuff that I cared about and be creative. I've always had sort of a creative uh, outlet that I've, I've had, I've felt like had the, the desire to just let, just give into. And, and so growing up, I would, I think I would let that out by, by writing, writing poetry. And then, you know, as I got into college, I started uh, once I, well, once I graduated college, I was like, I got all this free time on my hands. And, uh, I, and I, I like to do, I like to be productive. Uh, I don't like to just uh, sit around and be stagnant. So right. I, uh, yeah, I just started like, uh, looking into like learning videography and learning cameras and learning about online business and, um, learning about personal finance. I'm a, I'm a big personal finance enthusiast. And, and my whole, my whole drive right now is to just like take advantage of the time I have, uh, before I have kids and, and just sort of, you know, maximize my income so that I can build a life of, uh, you know, financial freedom. Right. Uh, and, and so like, you know, I'm, I'm all about efficiency and productivity. Uh, and, uh, you know, this, and that's sort of like why I got electric vehicle, electric vehicle, just, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of minimalism and sim- simple things uh, and keeping things simple. Um, uh, it may, it may not sound like it when I have three jobs, but, but uh, <laughs> like getting an, getting an electric vehicle was like getting rid of the gas, no more gas stops. I never stop on my commute. Uh, it's, right. it's, it's like, you know, no tailpipe emissions, uh, very quiet, uh, no maintenance, hardly ever. It's just like, 
it's a very slimmed down, just like calmer version of a car. And, and that's sort of like, you know, resembles what, what I am in a way too. Like I, I, I want to be efficient, you know, but I'm also, but I'm also pretty, pretty driven as well. Well, and yeah, so the model three is like your perfect car. I mean, I remember when it was first revealed and people were just, it's sort of like, like Apple, you know, they, they would be like, you know, at least 10 steps ahead of everybody else. And people would just kind of scratch their heads and say, what, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're not going to have a, a, you know, a CD or a DVD, you know, drive in this thing. What's that all about? Or you're adding this port or you're taking this one away. But with the the Model 3, I remember people like looking at the inside and thinking, all it is is an iPad. How's that going to work? You know, and I was thinking, man, that looks really elegant, you know, and that's something that's so different, you know. And and so there were people, I think, that thought, oh, you know, we don't need all all that complexity. And even to the point where, you know, at the back of the vehicle, you know, so many vehicles have, you know, the LX25 edition and all this extra stuff where Tesla, it's just, it's Tesla, you know, it's just a Tesla, it's the logo and it's simple. And, and I think, you know, some people, I think people appreciate that, you know, it, in, in a very complex world, it's kind of refreshing in a way. So. Yes. No, I, I totally agree. The, the, the minimalism about the Model 3 is something that caught me off guard that I, that I, almost like i think it, it could be my favorite feature of the car just uh the one of the, le- the least expecting you know favorite favorite features that i the, right. that i have and it's just like to this day it's just like yeah having just like getting rid of all the physical controls or most of them at least uh, compared to a conventional gas car uh just ha- getting rid of like unnecessary stuff and just replacing it with you know you know a giant dynamic touchscreen that can be evolved over time and uh you know that was really really attractive to me uh, yeah, just like getting in the car, like no no instrument cluster. You know, that was a big thing when, when the Model 3 came out. I was like, oh my God, people were freaking out about like no instrument cluster. And that has never, ever been an issue for me. Like from since day one, like, and, and I don't think it ever was an issue. It was just people, you know, before they even came out. But like once it came out, people were just like, okay, yeah, this is not, a, not an issue. But yeah, just like that minimal, that minimalistic feel in, of the interior. And you know, also the exterior, like you said, like yeah, I love going down the street. Like there's no badging. On my, it's, just, it's just a T. And it doesn't say Model 3. It doesn't say anything. And I, and I love that. Uh, I love that about my car. And just, yeah, and just like any electric vehicle, just the quietness of the ride. And the, you can see like where the future is going. And right. I, I think just, just having software replaced hardware is i'm always a big fan of right right now you know, getting a little bit back to the 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 videos and stuff you know it, it all looks so great when when you watch the video but there's a lot of time involved um i mean how much time does producing the content take i mean can you kind of walk us through that yeah i can be it depends on like the project uh or the, in the video but right. um, yeah i mean just for example like my model three review that i did uh, a few years ago that was like weeks in the making it was just like me driving the car pretty much every day and i would document things about it like my experience and just kind of building, you know, over the span of a couple of weeks, building my uh, outline and all the talking points that I wanted to touch on during the video, and then sort of planning out the the, the B-roll shots. So planning out what shots I need to get. And then now, you know, I don't know back then, I don't know. If, well, yeah, I think I was scripting full, I think I was scripting full videos back then as well. But like, yeah, now I, I script full videos. So like, I will literally write word for word pretty much what I'm going to say for the video. Cause a lot of research goes into uh, the videos that I make uh, most of them, at least I'm not, you know, when you, some people think about YouTubers, it's like off the cuff, just like vlogging style. Like 
and that's not the case for for stuff like you know the type of videos that I'm doing and right. the type of stuff that most uh, most tech and EV people are are doing on YouTube. But it's like you know it's it's research driven, it's 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 uh, experience driven, and I I always tell people YouTube is like it's mostly research and writing. You know, getting on the camera and, and talking and being on camera is the easy part, uh, but the majority is just like researching, writing, and filming, uh, B-roll, and then editing as well. So yeah, it could be hours, could be days, could be weeks. It depends on the, the video. And that's for maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes of a uh, YouTube video, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I made a video towards the end of last year and it was uh, the longest video I've ever done. It was like almost an hour long. And what it was, it was, I was like, you know what, there, there needs to be, it was, you know, since, since COVID hit and, and of course we kind of touched on this a little bit, but like Tesla doesn't do a very good job at introducing people to their products or like, you know, explaining how to use them uh, right. for, for like new owners. And I was like, we really need like just an in-depth go-to resource video that new owners could just watch you know just watch if they if they watch it for an hour they'll learn pretty much everything they need to know about their brand new tesla so i i went i just i did a video i, I planned it all out and you know that I, I split it up into like multiple sections and i basically go over every single thing that a new owner needs to know about their car so it, everything from like the exterior how the key cards work how the app works like how, how autopilot works how the what all the what all the settings are on the touchscreen uh, everything that they need to know i was like put it all in one video and you know that took a long time but it was like i got so much positive feedback from that like so many people have commented saying like this has been a lifesaver i've gotten my i just got my new tesla or i'm getting a new tesla and then you know this should be required viewing for, for all tesla owners so it's like oh maybe it made me feel validated in making that long of a video because i never know you never know with youtube like that's a big thing it's like you're taking a risk you're you, you could be putting hours or days in the work of work into a video that could flop it could you know you could get nothing out of it so it's it's right. that's that's the hard part of being a youtuber is taking the risk of like are you are you going to waste all this time for nothing but that that was a, that was a fun one to make it kind of brings up something else because you've been doing this for a number of years are, is there a single or maybe more than one comment from a viewer throughout you know the years that you've been doing this that just kind of sticks out that that really either touched you or you felt like oh you know it validated you know your work that kind of thing probably i mean there are dozens of times where i've, I've read a comment i'm like Wow, that was that was awesome. Um, like when somebody like, for example, like does, you could tell that maybe they're not so tech savvy, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, thank you so much! You like you literally just saved my my life with this by explaining this uh, concept." But like those are always really good. But the one that stands out uh, is when uh, Marquez Brownlee he, he uh, commented on my uh, one year Model Three review video that I did uh, uh, two years ago, I guess it was, and. Uh, you know, he, I, nobody of that size, you know, cause I've, I've, I grew, you know, not grew up, but like I, uh, basically was inspired by Marquez. Uh, right. Anybody who's in tech was inspired. He's like, he's basically the, if you don't know Marquez Brown, he's the, the biggest, uh, tech YouTuber, uh, on, on YouTube. And he's just, uh, uh, been there since for almost for not almost say since day one, but he's been there for a long time. And, uh, right. He's just a big inspiration for anybody in the space. And he, and he commented on my video, uh, my model, my one year model three review. And he said like, you know, great, great video, Andy, or something like that. And I was like, wow, that's like, <laughs> uh, that, that, that just made my day. And I was like, I had never expected, you know, anybody to, for even for, you know, him, like, just to watch the video, but also just con- like, just take time out of his day and just leave a comment. And uh, it, it felt really nice. And it did like, feel like sort of like validation, like, oh, I'm on the right track. I'm doing something right. 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 And uh, I, 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 of course, have to mention um, that you are the record holder for the most Tesla referrals in the world. Is that that's correct? Right. Is, what, what's what is, the num- yeah. what is the number? 
Yeah. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say I was gonna. Uh, I was the record holder for the most honey buns eaten in a span of one minute because I can. Do that. <laughs> uh, that too. But, huh? uh, <laughs> uh, right now, I, well, I don't know. I haven't checked a while, but yeah, okay. I'm, I've been. Uh, I've been the number one uh, Tesla refer uh, for you know, I don't know for almost what three years now. It's like ever since like towards the end of 2018. That back when my my I was doing a lot of Model Three videos uh, around the time that they were doing the big push for uh, Tesla was pushing everybody to order before the, their tax credit expired. So you know it was like a perfect storm for me I, I was doing a a lot of youtube videos about my model 3 at the time and and it was just like uh skyrocketed my referrals basically and uh, ever since then you know yeah i've been i've been the number one refer for i think i have like oh i don't know i don't know what the exact number is. it's been so long i think it's like 1500 referrals which is crazy you know i, I still can't believe it. it's 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 awesome and uh it, it feels good you know to have that that status i'm sure i'm probably gonna get past at some point but no but i mean if you think about it um that's remarkable because you know maybe some of these people were gonna get the cars anyway and some of these people you you know you just pushed them over some of these people it was totally you so w- wherever that stands if it's 1500 those are 1500 people that are are driving electric cars and and making a difference and and are part of a, you know a positive future, which is huge. I mean, if you think, again, going back to electric vehicle groups, you know, we have these ride and drives. And I think you're lucky if you get, you know, maybe one or two people at an event that will, in a relatively short amount of time, pull the trigger. Uh, 1,500 is, is a huge number, you know? So that's that's just absolutely amazing in and of itself. And then on top of that, that that qualified you for not one, but two Tesla Roadster. Where does that stand? I mean, I've, like like many things, Tesla just gets keeps getting pushed back. I mean, obviously with good reason. They, they, they want to change the world and they have to do that with, you know, the Model 3 and the Model Y and, and the cars that they have about now but is there any update on that yeah well first of all thank you so much for the kind words yeah i, I that's it just shows you the power of like youtube and the, and the internet is like you know nobody in the without the internet that wouldn't have been possible without youtube so like youtube is just a great way you could like for people to go and research things and it just shows like people were going on youtube and looking at watching tesla videos and uh and i just didn't happen to be at the right place at the right time and getting my model three when i did and yeah it's just uh it's been awesome to like think that like 1500 people yeah use my code and, and now are driving a, an electric vehicle it's like it's crazy to think about and uh, i'm grateful but yeah like the roadsters it's, it's a weird situation and like the uh, for, for people who don't know i'll quickly explain that uh, they have a referral program and back then when i was getting a lot of referrals like they had secret levels that you could unlock uh, when you refer other tesla owners you kind of get rewards so uh, i i hit a certain level to where i won uh, two supposedly two Tesla Roadsters, future Tesla Roadsters um, that have yet to come out yet. Um, And I don't, yeah, I don't don't know the status of that yet. I mean, they're in my account. Uh, My, when I log into my Tesla dashboard, like it shows, it says both, it has both Roadsters listed saying, you know, uh, referral, uh, referral Roadster, founder series Roadster. So, I mean, they're there in my account. It's just a matter of like when they're coming. I have no idea. Um, They kind of, the the Tesla referral team is kind of, no longer uh it's sort of like a shell of what it used right. to be uh so um yeah it's just interesting to see how that will all you know pan out but uh but yeah does i'm excited that, yeah does it drive you crazy it did it made it did like when i when i first when i first won them like officially i was just i like, couldn't believe it i was just like my jaw was on the floor and i was just like <laughs> you know and that was like almost three years ago so like it's been three years like i've, I've i quickly kind of like brought myself back down to earth i'm like okay you know what i'm not gonna get excited about this i'm not gonna hold my breath 
And when it happens, it'll it'll be amazing, and I will I probably won't believe it when it actually does happen. But uh, but yeah, it's just kind of I'm I'm in a kind of weird limbo state right now. I'm just kind of not try not to think about it because if I think about it, I'll get excited too much. <laughs> right, right. And you know, say that happens next year, or, you know, or the year after. What is your plan? Are you going to keep them both? Are you going to you know sell them? What 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 have you given any thought to that? Yeah, my plan is to sell one of them. And I kind of already have a, a buyer lined up for that. So hopefully that goes through, but right. my plan is to sell one of them and keep one of them. And okay. cause you know, it's, 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 it's when I, when I say, you know, I don't know, a lot of people don't realize two, two free roasters worth $500,000. It's a, they treat yeah, that as tax. an in, income tax. So yeah, yeah. it's, it's right. a large, large tax bill. And so, you know, just by selling one, I've kind of get to break even with my entire tax liability for that year. So yeah. So hopefully I get to, you know, keep one and I would just, I want to have some fun with it i want to you know make videos about it but i also want to I, I would love to just like keep it and like if it if it is what it says it's going to be like if tesla if it is what tesla says it will be if it's 620 plus miles you know right. of range i would love to just keep that as my car for as long as possible i mean i could that could be a viable car for me i mean of course it's you know it's a little small for family but like uh, if we just kind of had that as a uh, my car and we have like a uh, maybe like a Model Y or something or, or some type of SUV or hatchback, you know, that would be pretty, pretty good, pretty good setup. And I probably wouldn't have to worry about buying a car ever again. No, no, it'd be a forever car. That's absolutely right. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, let's see you because of, you know, the, the YouTube stuff. I mean, Tesla doesn't do any advertising, traditional advertising, you know, on television or anything. So they rely on, on folks like you to get the word out and it's super valuable. You've been invited to some Tesla events. Is that, that's correct, right? Yes. And how's that go? I mean, I, I'm, I'm curious about that. You, I know you went to the Cybertruck unveiling. I did. Yeah. So a lot of people, I've, I've had a lot of comments over the, the years saying, you should, why don't you work for Tesla? And I was like, first of all, I don't want to work for Tesla because then I wouldn't be eligible for the referral program. And I couldn't get my registers. But right. the, the main <laughs> thing is like, yeah, Tesla, like Tesla doesn't want to hire me because they're literally getting free marketing right. without paying me as an employee. Like they, right. they, they love this. So, but they've been great as well. I mean, they've been, uh, you know, as far as like the the, the re referral program goes and the rewards and like attending the events, like yeah, I've got to go to the the uh, SpaceX Falcon Heavy launch a couple of years ago, which was awesome. Uh, oh, drove cool. down to drove down to Cape Canaveral and saw that it was so much fun. And then I went to the Model Y event, and then of course the Cybertruck event was just bonkers. I mean, that was ridiculous. It was so much fun. It was the craziest event <laughs> as far as like you know car events go. But like yeah, I got to ride in the Cybertruck at the event, which was which was great. I mean, that, that thing is awesome. I can't wait yeah, for that to come out as well. What was that like in person? Because um, uh, obviously, I can only speculate. So. The Cybertruck itself, yeah, uh, it is. It is something like it's almost unbelievable. Uh, it's just it's so futuristic. Look, I mean, it just looks like something out of a movie set. But yeah, I mean, I obviously I didn't get to like drive it or like see it really really quickly. I mean, I got in and out, and I rode in the back seat, the back, very back right in the back seat. Right. And uh, I mean, we, we but like the cool thing is it was. I mean, it was dark. You couldn't really see much, but it sat. I mean, I sat, I'm 6'3", and I had a backpack on full of, like, uh, video equipment. I sat back there in the back seat with two other people in the back seat just fine. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, we were, like, we, I didn't feel cramped. I didn't hit my head. Uh, the size of that thing is, is it's, it's huge. I mean, it was huge. I don't know, you know, if it's going to get any smaller, but they, apparently they have uh, finalized the design. But, I mean, that thing is just 
something out of a, a sci-fi movie and i just can't wait it's gonna be it's gonna be bizarre seeing one on the road for the very first time and, and did you meet elon at any of these uh, events um no I, I didn't like meet him or, or talk to him I, okay. I was just at the model y i was probably the closest i was pretty close to him at a, the closest i've ever been to him he, he was on stage and i was pretty close to the front okay but you did get a a tweet from him is that correct uh yeah i've got i think i've got a couple of, like likes and and, okay. and responses of, over the years that the, the big one was you know uh a lot of people knew knew me uh from this for the longest time and it was my uber video so i went around louisville and you you've probably seen this uh went around louisville uh driving yep. uber in my model three back when you know they were very hard to find and uh so a lot, I, I just put up my camera and got uh, rider reactions to my to the model three which was really fun that was such a fun video to do and i i, I posted it and i shared it on twitter and, and elon liked that so that was like my first like for me on, which was pretty fun yeah yeah that's pretty neat what do you what do you see from tesla i mean in the next you know five years any thoughts on that i mean they it just seems like things are just kind of ready to take off it, it's unfortunate that the battery stuff seems to be constraining things right now and again for the roadster and the, and the, the tesla semi which are, are two exciting things that are kind of waiting in the wings but also this chip shortage you know it's almost like with electric cars it can't just be something that just takes off there, there has to be a few complications but it does seem like it's kind of ready to take off at this point yeah it's, like you said it's always there's always something right yeah. So five years from now, gosh, yeah. Barring any like continuous uh, chip shortage or another pandemic or, you know, who, who knows? <laughs> I mean, five, five years from now, like Tesla should, you know, they should have the 46, their new 4680 batteries finalized, mass produced. Uh, they should have Cybertruck all like for sure, like been on the road for a couple of years. They should have the roaster out. Which doesn't really mean th mean anything in, in in like huge terms because it's such an expensive car. But like uh, the big thing is they promised a twenty five thousand uh, dollar passenger car, uh, sort of like a, ha a hatchback right. uh, crossover. And so like that that is probably going to be the the big shift. And and five years from now, if we have a cheaper twenty five thousand dollar model or a Tesla on the roads along right. with the, their other products, you know, Model Y is just I think it's it's just a grand slam. I mean, it's such a good it's a, such a good car for for the majority of people. Um, and hopefully the prices come down. I mean, over the past five years, the prices of uh, lithium ion has just, uh, it goes down continuously. And uh, we'll see how the batteries, the, the battery prices go down in the next five years. But like, I, I think they're going to be in all. And also like, they're also, it's not just, you know, cars. They're, I think the, well, the solar, they have a lot going on with the solar. And then of course, like the stuff like the semi truck, that's going to be so interesting to see. Uh, the, right. I, I, the superchargers, there's just, there's going to be a lot more superchargers in five years. So I think just having more superchargers, having that cheaper Tesla coming out, having the 4680 battery cells cut the, cut the production or the cuts, the cost of uh, per kilowatt hour uh, down by, you know, 60%, 70%. Like that is hopefully going to bring a lot of EVs to the market for at an affordable price. And, and, you hopefully we'll see a lot more uh ev adoption five years from now um and i think we will it's just um i, hope, I mean we just, we just never know what's going to the obstacles that are going to be in our in, in the way for that but yeah, i have high hopes i mean uh if they keep doing what they if they they do what they promise they're going to do and say that say what they're uh if they're on track on what they say they're on track for uh yeah i think it's just i mean it's going to be we're going to be seeing so many more teslas and evs uh, five years from now it's going to be it's going to be nice yeah, and the the twenty five thousand dollar Tesla that you're talking about. I mean, how exciting is that? It's I, I kind of look at look at it as like the Volkswagen Bug, the Beetle. You know, uh, the people's car 
a affordable, maybe not quite capable. <laughs> it never went very fast. It had uh, its share of problems, but but Tesla, they they've they've really done a great job with their products. Um, if there are issues, they seem to learn from those issues and they don't make that mistake again. It's, it's really amazing how, you know, they just kind of keep marching forward. And if they have a reasonable car, yeah, what a, what a game changer, you know? And then it is competition. So, you know, either the competition steps up or, or they don't, you know? Um, either way, if it, like, you know, there will be a lot, of, a lot of electric cars out on the road, which is only a good thing, so... Right. Yeah. And, and Tesla is Tesla's a very polarizing company. I mean, it's they are they are sort of like a, a, the Apple of EVs. I've always kind of agreed with that uh, perspective on things. But, uh, you know, it was just like but Apple makes, you know, a thousand dollar products while Tesla makes like fifty thousand or a hundred thousand dollar products. So, right. Uh, they're just a lot more complicated uh, products to make. And uh, so it's just it's it's uh it's more risky. I think it's just like a more of a risk for them to, uh, uh, to do certain things, but like, you know, they're, they've always been like, <laughs> they've always said have that, that they would bring something on this certain date. And, uh, they're, they're usually known for like delaying and not hitting a certain deadline. Uh, but in their defense, they usually do what they say they're going to do, but it's just a little bit later than what they say it's going to be. Right. Um, so, you know, with the whole full self-driving, the, you know, level five autonomy and the robo taxis, like that's like, they're legitimately wanting to do that. And, uh, I truly believe they have talented engineers working on that. And, um, they're, they have a plan in place. Now, Elon's timeline may be a little bit optimistic, uh, but you know, five years from now, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, we see, uh, you know, like a, a fully driving robo taxi, but that's still that's still a bit of a stretch in in my mind too, because I there are just there's so many edge cases, and um, it's right. just it's it's going to be interesting to see. But like I, I it's they're only going to get better. I, I think it's only going to get better. It's just like is it going to be five years from now? Is it going to be ten years from now? Eventually, there will be, there will be a, a self driving electric car, and I think Tesla will probably be the first one to to make that happen. Yeah, yeah. Kind of going back to you, where do you see yourself in five years? I mean, the YouTube thing is going well. Do you ever see yourself, you know, doing that full time? Or is that something that in your mind you really just see as a, you know, a fun additional thing? Where, where are you with that? I, I think I, I want to do YouTube for as long as I, I enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I've always, I don't know. I've thought about going full time with it. And I just, I, I never... I don't know. I, I don't think I want to make full, like I, I never want to put that pressure as having YouTube as my full time job because it it would just kind of it would take a little bit of the fun away from me because it would be like oh I have to do this now. Right. Um, right now it's like oh I get to do this like I just do it in my spare time and I and I don't really have that pressure of like you know making it my uh, full time income job. So uh, it it kind of has that like barrier uh of, of right now which is which is nice you know so i enjoy that i enjoy doing it in my spare time and i think i'll always just do it in my spare time as i enjoy it uh, eventually you know youtube may get just may disappear or may start slowly falling off and get replaced by something or uh right. but like right now yeah for the five i think five years from now i definitely will still be making youtube videos yeah i think you're absolutely right i mean the fun part of it is important you know and i think that's people there are so many YouTube folks out there that, you know, you'll watch a video 
And you'll be like, where is the fun in that? You know, um, you know, you know, maybe there's some information. Maybe there's no information either. Uh, so th there is a wide variety of quality, you know, out there because there's a ton of quantity. But I think, you know, what sets you apart and, and what sets folks that are doing a good job apart from the pack is that they realize that they have to be passionate about it. They have to ideally have fun with it. And um, yeah, I think you're right. I think, you know, the, that pressure to have it as your sole income could put a damper on that. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what, that's at least that's what I think in my mind. Who knows if I ever did do it and maybe it would be fine, but uh, right. But yeah, just like I, I'm to the point where uh, I enjoy it. I, I have a good balance right now and I, I like what I'm doing. I like the pacing that I'm at. I'm pretty much doing like one video a week, which is, it's hard work, but, uh, right. but I enjoy it. Like I said, it's, it, and it's like, I'm totally a complete and creative control and I don't really have to worry if a video flops and it's not going to like, I'm not going to be able to pay my bills that month or something. Right. And, and actually a video can flop, you know, quote unquote, but you could be very happy with it artistically and you could feel good about what you did, you know, uh, you know, that just because you get a lot of views doesn't necessarily mean it's, you know, something that's amazing. I, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely right. Like one of my favorite videos is one of my, I did a, I basically filmed a rap video for my Tesla and it's one of my favorite videos. I saw that one. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. yeah it needs more, really it needs more views. We need to push that. It needs more views. It's uh, I put my heart and soul into that. And uh, <laughs> you did a very good job on that. I, I, I got into it thinking, um, what is he doing? <laughs> And I, I don't see this succeeding. And, and you, you, uh, you changed my mind. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's like, I'm, that's very kind of you because it's, it's just a really horrible, uh, it was, it's, it's something, it was just something funny that I like, and that's, that's the example of like, of like not no pressure because I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do this stupid video. I literally I was writing, like I was coming up with the lyrics on my commute home from work one time. And I was just like thinking of the lyrics of the, yeah. of the, of the song. I was like, this is be feeling be funny to do because like, I was literally like in the, like, in the dead weight of like it's been two years since like waiting for my tesla and i was like you know what i'm gonna make a video and like literally like a week later i got my uh i got i got my tesla which was fun well and there needs to be more odd stuff out there i think that's great you know mm -hmm. um i, think I agree yes wonderful so thank you <laughs> yeah. yeah well this has been great is there anything else that that i haven't touched on that you, you want to talk about or no, I think I think we're pretty much good. I I, I appreciate the uh, the having me on, and it's like uh, I I always always it's always good to, to talk with somebody uh, local that is uh, interested in in EB adoption. You, I mean, you're I mean, you're obviously doing way more than I than I am locally. So uh, I I'm trying to pick up the slack on the YouTube for for that. But yeah, I appreciate you what you're doing with the uh, EB adoption here in, in Louisville and in all of Kentucky. Oh, that's very kind of you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I think we're all fighting the good fight, and yeah, and, uh, yeah. It, it's it's happening, which is you know great to see. And um, yeah, I'm just thrilled that you're you're right here in our backyard, and uh, we could claim you. <laughs> yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. Well, thank you again. I super appreciate your time. All right. Thank you, Stuart. All right. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of Stu's EV Universe. I would like to thank Eden Unger for creating the artwork and the music for this episode. Remember, please rate, review, subscribe, and share, as that's the only way we can continue to grow. Now you can support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash stewsevu. Remember, the EV revolution runs on your energy. I'm Stuart Unger. See you next time.